Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121, or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Joe Reinager, Jason Minix, The Blitz. It is The Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. I'm Jason Minix. He is Joe Reinagel. Good afternoon, Jason Minix and everybody else. What's going on? You know, it's uh, Tuesday. It is Tuesday. We, you know, the countdown to our Thursday birthday party at RuPub wow. again. Yeah. Plan now all day at the RuPub on Thursday. Noon to 2, Jimenez is going to be out there. Then we'll be out there 4 to 7. Most of us are going to stick around. Some of us have to go to a second job. Wow. I feel sorry for that poor dude. That poor bastard. Retirement can't get here fast enough. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I have a feeling there will be plenty of other nights at the Rue Pub. You know, there, there will be, but but I'll tell you, and I know you're not going to leave right at 7. Because right, you have right. to have dinner at I'll some hang point. Around, and yeah. the food at the Rue Pub is far better than, I don't know, Dairy Queen tacos. But you look at... Do they have tacos at the Rue? No. Well, then how do you know? Have you had a bad item anywhere? No, at, at the uh, Root Pub, uh, uh, it's no. been fantastic. Uh, the food is great. I'm just saying. I, 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 but now that I think about it, I don't know that they have tacos. <laughs> I'm sure they've got some sort of quesadilla. Probably. They, they, I there's think not, I've seen There's those. nothing better than the chicken at the Rue. Whether it's the wings, the chicken strips. Uh, the chicken is fabulous. It is. It, it, it is. But, you know, there's, there's two things as Ryan Ego gets close to retirement officially retiring and no more TV, no more second job, beers at 702. That That is in his very new future. We're yes. less than a week away. So one of the conversations we've had, and you just brought up, how do I change my Twitter handle from Joe Ken's 5? Because you got to change your Twitter. you got to change your Instagram. Instagram. Facebook. Now you have well, a personal? Facebook's personal. Yeah, yeah that, that's personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you, personal. Do you have yes. a Ken's 5 fan page? I have a fan page, yeah. So I, yeah, well, I do, and it's <laughs> Filled, yes, with all the people. Yes, all of them. I think fifteen thousand. But my Woo, yeah, what? Uh, what's cool? I thought it was cool because, and if, and if I haven't friended you on Facebook, it's not my fault. Yeah, because I'm I'm at the limit, and it won't let you go over five thousand. That is correct. So somebody has to drop off. Do you ever drop people? I don't. I don't. I I don't. Do you? Yes. Why? To make room? Oh. I, I mean, honestly, years ago, when you hit that 5,000 page limit, you go, okay, fan page time. I don't want to keep up with two pages. It's hard enough keeping up with one. Right. So what I do, when your birthday rolls around, mm-hmm. and Facebook tells me it's your birthday, right? if I'm looking at that list and I have no idea who you are, you're gone, and I've never interacted with you, or I click on it and go, who's this? He looks familiar. And I realize that person hasn't posted since 2014. 
you're gone and somebody else is in. Well, so here's the problem that I have with that. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Do they know you dropped them? You know, I've only had a couple people come back and say, dude, what happened? I don't know. I mean, your birthday rolled around. Well, then they must know. Well, I mean, some people might notice or they send you another request. Said, I don't know, somehow I got dropped off. So, well, you know, I don't interact with you. <laughs> I mean, and sometimes it's this Facebook algorithm that only lets you see 5% of your friends anyway. True. So, I mean, that's that's kind of, but I know somebody can follow you on Facebook without being your friend. I've got to get better at this whole social media thing. Now, Twitter I like. I'm, I'm involved in Twitter quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy doing that. Facebook is kind of a place where you go where it's just like, ah, look what we did Saturday night kind yeah, of thing. You know of, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, every now and then, you know, that happens. And then Instagram, I'm like, whoa, how do you do this? Yeah, Instagram, it's easy. <laughs> it's all pictures. Well, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of my, my Facebook and my Instagram kind of mirror each other. But I'm even more into the stories now. Instead of posting a picture of the barbecuing, I, I just put it on the story and 24 hours later, it's gone. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You know, or concert pictures or, or something they, they don't always turn into an actual post it's just a story and it's here and it's gone See, we're gonna have to have a seminar or something where <laughs> well, you guys are gonna have to teach me you know what how to do all this stuff it, look as long as they don't make us do tiktok i think we're in good shape although i i, I see that coming because pledge is trying to teach us how to dance and lord knows we don't need that but well, can it, you make money it, um we can't other people can <laughs> right i i, I mean <laughs> it's kind of kind of where where it boils down to i mean i look at like what carolina teague is doing right and for the life of me and she was here in the building today and we were talking about it she had this in her words was just kind of naive fun flashback kind of idea of taking glamour shots and then you get the little wallet size, like when you were in school, and you'd pass them out to your friends. Yeah. So she put on her Twitter and all her other socials, if you want a picture of me, send me your, your address, DM me, and I'll, and I'll send you a picture. And like 150 dudes have requested a photo. Well, of course they have. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but then the follow-up is the private messages of some wanting photos of her feet. And willing to pay for them, or photos of other things, and willing to pay for them. See, she probably could monetize this. I know she's I, not no going question. to. She says, but you, know, you, me, no. I'm still wanting to know though if it's just the feet. Who's going to know that's your feet? I well, mean, well, seriously, she, she's got a very distinctive tattoo on her foot, right? So there is that kind of identifying meep meep on her feet. So if if I stuck my feet out there and tried to make money off of them, which sounds disgusting, I mean, who, who the hell would know those are my feet? Well, again, are you sending it to somebody who's just privately requested a foot photo for their foot fetish? And you send it to them, they would know. Well, I wouldn't do that. But if you just tried to blindly sell pictures of your feet, see, your random foot, your random foot has no value. Joe Reinagle's foot might have value to some people with a fetish. Hmm. Well, things to think about in later life, right? I mean, my pedicurist, the she would know. Well, that's it. Even like when you're getting a pedi or if yeah. I'm getting a pedicure. Right. And I take a photo, I kind of make sure my feet are kind of covered up in that s- stuff. That's, well, I that's, make sure it's in the water. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's not It's not just a barefoot photo. 
because that might be crossing somebody's line. I didn't even somebody's think about that. Somebody's going to judge your toenails or Nobody something. Nobody has offered to pay me for those pictures, though. If somebody wants a photo of Ryan Engel's feet and are willing to, I don't know, part with five bucks, ten bucks. Five bucks. Five dollar foot photos right over here. <laughs> There's got to be at least a, a five bucks for one, ten for two. A ten for two. Ten what for two. What kind of deal is that? Well, I mean, if you want oh, both seven, feet, it's seven, ten bucks. Seven for both feet. You want the right oh, or the left? I mean, dude, you're not in a position to demand anything there. Well, then, then we would do the uh, I don't know seven fifty for one and ten for two. I mean, if we're looking for a bargain, I'm not. I'm not. Well, dude, I mean, come I on. Mean, you you got to figure out what somebody's willing to pay. Like, like, let's put it out there at five, and if a whole bunch of people are willing to pay five, then you can go up to seven fifty. You got to figure out what that breaking point no, is. No, I'd rather come down. I'd no. rather start so high you, you and never, come down. You never want to come down. I mean, you're a realtor, right? You, you don't want to price high and then have to drop and drop. Well, no, you don't. But you price high, and if you no, have but, to come but down, because you there's do. no way to get an appraisal for the value of a foot photo for you. Well, I don't know about that. I uh, say I think we're getting the appraisal now. If you're willing to spend five dollars. For a foot photo for Joe Reinagle. Tweet him <laughs> at Joe Kim's They're five. pouring in right now. I can see him. <laughs> really? Well, that Android phone of yours over there is not going off. Well, no, it's not. And there's no, there hasn't been anything. Look, I'm not, I'm not interested in selling my feet. I'm really not. Dude, anything to make a buck. Well, perhaps I'm not that desperate. But you know, I mean, if if the price, you know, every man's got his price. Really? Yeah, but of course. Okay. You don't? I don't know. Oh, of course you do. Oh, well, sure. I mean, if somebody were right now, Jason, I'll give you, I don't know, 20 bucks for a shot of your feet. You wouldn't take it? Um. Now, that would be impossible because nobody's going to offer that much. But I'm just saying, fantasy huh. land. Dude, I could be a foot model. <laughs> I mean, you have no idea. You've never seen my feet. No, I haven't. Uh, let's Pledges keep it that way. my feet. They're yeah. gorgeous. They're sexy. Uh-huh. I got sexy mm-hmm. feet. Especially after I've been to the pedicure place. Well, if it's been a while since I've gotten to the pedicure, you might need a cheese grater, but you know, that costs extra. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst part of a pedicure, is it not? <laughs> it is. When they put that cheese grater, I, Dude, it tickles. I, 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 I'm near jump out of the chair I every know time. It. It's crazy. All right. Well, hey, the, the foot day here on the Blitz. <laughs> uh, who, who knows? Who knows? Pledge, I didn't see it. What did Rudy J quote about Carolina Teague? Uh,. Oh, uh, salt NFTs of her feet. <laughs> I thought Rudy J said that. Oh I, no, I, I thought I saw something on Twitter, but I, I'm not seeing it there. But but no, we were having that conversation. Like 150 dudes requested a photo of right. of Carolina Teague in her glamour shot. Right? right. She didn't. She thought she might get like 10. The amount of money that this woman has now spent on stamps and envelopes <laughs> to send all these photos out, and then I realized it's like a wallet size photo. Yeah. And, and I even told her this. I was like, you know, I'm sure they're expecting an 8 by 10 What do they do with this? Put it on their fridge? Well, they can blow it up. I mean, she's already spending a lot of money just to send it to uh, True. I mean, they, it should be at least, uh, if you want a picture, send me, you know, postage and handling. Uh, she didn't do that. But she should do that. But she, she, She'd she, get it, though. She she would. I don't I don't understand it. I don't get I, it either. I, I, I don't get it. But if I'm Carolina Teague and I'm young mm-hmm. and attractive, I mean, I would probably think about the feet thing <laughs> even with the meat meat she, on there. she could make some money because there's <laughs> i know a lot of dudes in this town that are freaky probably a lot of them listen to the show yes <laughs> absolutely that is that is what we have james wouldn't if we take a turn into rex ryanville <laughs> well I, I mean again rex ryan might spend some good money 
for photos of your feet. Marv Albert liked panties. Again, we're talking feet. Oh. I, I, I mean, not <laughs> fetishes. Not overall fetishes, Joe. Okay. I, I mean, I, I'm with you there. Right. So I'm, I'm with you. Well, the, the point is, Jason, is there's a lot of guys that are into a lot of different things, right? Look Al- at this. Alfred. Alfred Fernandez said he had paid $10 for Joe's feet. Dude, I'm telling you, this could be a business in the making. Untapped market. I, I, I'm just telling you what we uh, what we might have to do is show up at the Roo Pub wearing flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be cold on Thursday, though, I think. There's no problem with your toes when it's cold. Well, I, I'm not wearing flip-flops if it's cold. Oh, I so see. So I'm talking about, you know, summertime's coming up. Mm-hmm. And, and during the summertime, especially this summer, <laughs> I might not ever wear closed-toe shoes again. Are you kidding me? I don't have to. Can you imagine the... Jason, let me let me just sit on the couch for a minute. Mm-hmm. Can you the hell that I used to go to through having to wear a coat and tie when it's a hundred degrees outside? Never again. At some point, how many ties do you own? Man, I'd probably say about thirty. About thirty ties. Maybe thirty ties. Yeah. How many ties are you willing to part ways with? All of them. <laughs> you don't need to keep two or three for a random wedding or funeral. I guess, but but. Are you an expensive tie guy, or would you just buy whatever? No, clothes, I don't sp- I'll waste money on a lot of crazy stuff, okay? <laughs> but clothes is not one of them. All right, I'll go to Vegas and money, just yeah, we throw yep, money yep, in the yep, door. Yep, yep. Right, but clothes was never one of those things, because I never, you know, I didn't need a $500 suit. You could get away with a, you know, a $100 sport coat and a $30 pair of slacks. Okay. Make a suit out of it. So your ties, not expensive. Nah, nah. So we should put together a promotion where, I don't know, people can cut ties off your neck for prizes or something. I like the way I'm, you I'm, think. I'm, sure, I'm, why I'm, not? I'm, 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 I mean, can do look, that. If you're willing yeah. to part ways with ties. Absolutely, we can know, do that. You're not going to yes. just leave them hanging in your closet for the next 30 years. No, but I've got this nice little electric wheel thing. Not electric, but it's a it's a. So you spent a lot of money on, oper- well, on that, but not the actual tie themselves. No, I'm ma- with you. Gadgets, yes. No. Ties, no. <laughs> Dude, it's the coolest, right? It just that thing just spins around, uh-huh. and you pick the tie you want. It's really cool. Maggie actually got that for me, so uh-huh. I don't know if she would like it bare. I'd have to find something else to put it put on there. Put your hats on there. No, there's not enough room. There's not sure. enough room for that. It's yeah. only a tie thing, and they're they're like, uh, oh, dude, look at this. Now Rudy J's getting fifteen bucks, and he's not even here. I'd pay fifteen bucks for Rudy's feet. You would? No, no. <laughs> Can't wait for tomorrow either. Yeah, you Escobar. never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know if you're watching on Facebook Live or on. YouTube, you see some of the comments I'm not even going to read. Just go find them there. Yeah. It's it's one of those things. Um, <laughs> Alfred Fernandez says, I feel like Rob Thompson has long toenails. Well, there are toenail clippers right there, there next to Joe. Rob will. Are you kidding Rob, me? Rob does have some gnarly right ass there. toenails. And Rob <laughs> cuts his toenails during the show. During the show, he cuts his toenails. You know, some breaks are long. Oh um, my gosh! The more I get to know you guys, you know, dude, I'm the only normal like, one. I, Me I, and Rudy are the and only if you're normal the only ones. normal one. I mean, Hamed <laughs> is one strange dude. Wow! 
Gabriel says, 20 for autograph frame photo of Jason and the Misses in matching shirts. Done. I, I, I have those. Oh, I know you have a picture of matching shirts. Yeah. Because, yeah. You... Well, it's my nice Miller Lite shirts yeah, from the, we, from the we, ugly sweater Christmas party thing. We, we made fun of that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. We and, did. And, yeah. and look, I, I earned every bit of that. Yeah. <sighs> Those are nice shirts. I just didn't know we were going to show up in the same ones. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, you I, were I, told I, what you were going to show up in. I, well, I mean, she said it out. I didn't see her. I didn't know uh -huh. she was wearing the same one. If we had left the hotel wearing the same thing, I would not have left. She set me up. What did she do? She didn't wear it out of the hotel. She waited till she got to the venue to put it on. She had a jacket on. Ah, and had put because we were going. It, it's Phoenix. We're going to a pool party. She said, here, why don't you wear this? Sure, I'll wear that. Didn't think that there was two in the suitcase. Dude, I've got an excuse. Mm -hmm. I'm a newlywed. Uh -huh. You've been married for 100 years. Uh-huh. And your wife still has you by the... She does? Yeah. Good, good luck, man. <laughs> I mean, in 26 years, Maggie is still going to have yes, you she, by... Yes, Although, she will. I mean... At that point, you'll probably be in some hospital bed, yeah. and it won't make a difference. I, I hope she comes to visit me then. Exactly. <laughs> That's enough. You know, it, it's certainly certainly a possibility. Good Lord. Oh, my goodness. Hey, there there is a lot going on today, I think. Not Other really. than feet and I don't know, how did frozen we get on, things. And, how did, how and, did we get on this topic? It was oh, Carolina Teague. Teague, yeah. It's Teague's fault. Yeah, it's her fault. Blame, blame <laughs> Carolina Teague. Um, Although it doesn't take much for you and I to chase a rabbit down a hole, okay? That's that's we've we found that out in the last two months. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, the show is designed as if we're sitting in a bar, BSing with friends, right? What would we be talking about? This and this is it exactly. Because in my I, I and for you, one hundred and fifty dudes that DM Carolina Tegan requested a photo. Congratulations. God bless you. I don't get it. I don't I, get it I, either. I, I don't. I don't get it. it. It's not like, you know, you're watching Pam and Tommy on Hulu and send to get a, a, a photo from Pamela Anderson. I mean, Teague's here. You, you, you could see her at a bar somewhere at some event and get a photo with her. I don't know. That you can watch her on the live stream. You right? can watch her Half on the live with, stream. Uh, with I, I mean, it's, it's just one of those... Like, to say, yeah, send me that. And then I'm thinking, and you get the photo, what do you do with it? It's not autographed, although I guess she did sign them on the back like you did when you were in high school. Um, but it's, it's, it's do, you, do you frame it? Do you put it on your fridge? Do you put it in your wallet? I, I mean, it, it, just, it just, it was odd to me. I had lots of questions. And she gave me lots of really good answers, and I still don't understand. Well, these dudes are probably hoping for a return address. Right, then they've got her address, and then they yeah, can see, go ask her out. See, and that, they that, think, see, you know, now the girl dad in me, you know, is like, dude, you, I hope you didn't put your address on there. I hope you didn't. I, I mean, you, you got to look out for your safety. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. There, there's just, there's just so much there. There is a lot there. There, there is there. There's, Questions that will never be answered. I don't, but you know what? I don't get hey, it. Carolina's got a lot of options, and you know, it all looks good thus far so and, and, i hope she makes a lot of money or whatever she's doing with it. well she, it's the problem she's not making any money yeah but she and, needs to be and and i'm kind of like dude you know cash in on this although i gotta say though to the carolina fan who sent her girl scout cookies thank you they're wonderful i didn't get any girl scout cookies <laughs> well you weren't here dude i, I know, mean this is the best part she spends way too much time in the gym to eat all those cookies i have seen one girl scout 
selling Girl Scout cookies. I haven't seen any either, actually. Now, Pledge has got a box in there, and I don't know what happened. Well, Pledge took them all. I thought we were a team. We are. I got tagalongs. I got my own cookies. And the tagalongs are the best ones. Or thin mints. No, I don't like thin mints. Tagalongs. I'm, I'm a thin mint guy, but I've got at the house. I've got three boxes of thin mints and one box of tagalongs. Because I have found I. When I see them for sale, and for whatever reason this year, I haven't seen them in all the places I've seen them before. And right. they're five bucks a box now, right? But I'm not buying from the mom. I'm not buying from the dad. I, I want the Girl Scout to sell them. Be, and be proactive be. and talk to me. Right. I will. I will never walk by a kid trying to sell something. the The other day at Lowe's, I'm walking out of Lowe's. They're at Blanco and sixteen oh four. There wasn't a Girl Scout to be found, but there was a lady in a Girl Scout mom T-shirt hawking <laughs> them. No, I'm not buying cookies from you. I don't need no. five dollar box cookies. But if the kid is there. And is the one actually doing the selling, I can never walk by and not buy a box. Well, did you tell the mom that? No, I just kept walking. I would have told her. Oh. Said, Look, lady. All right, Karen. Get your kid out I, here I to sell them, walking. and I'll buy a couple of boxes, but I'm not buying them from you. Well, as a, as a former Girl Scout dad, you realize the parents buy all the boxes in advance if and they're still doing it that way. Well, well I mean, you, you buy them because you're responsible for them. So you don't want any left. So you're doing what you can to get rid of those. So you're not stuck with four cases of Girl Scout cookies in your garage. Do you know how much money? And none of my girls were ever Girl Scouts. So there's that. But they would sell everything. I would have rather Casey (laughs) have been a Girl Scout. She was a cheerleader. You know how expensive that is? Uh Uh-huh. It's outrageous. Casey? Casey. Yeah. Yeah. She's expensive on her own. Yeah, well. It's it's crazy and all the stuff and and then I had a, a daughter in swimming that's expensive uh huh like, you know I mean it's just I did, my oldest daughter was in drama that's expensive yep they're so, all, and they they all have something to sell one of the they all do one of the best things at Johnson High School is there was something at the beginning of the year that you could write a check for a couple hundred bucks and they didn't bother you with anything sales the rest of the year really yeah. It was the best thing. That is cool. I was like, yeah, sign up for that. <laughs> you know, it's like like here at the station. If if a mom is trying to sell stuff for their kid, I ain't buying it. No. But if they bring the kid up here and the kid's walking around, you never say no. I don't know. We used to have a guy at work that, at Ken's that would do that. And just and people, they'd fill the sheet. I mean, he was a nice guy. You know, he's one of those guys. But yeah. I, I didn't think about it back then. But yeah, I. I'd buy cookies from them. Yeah, well, and again, to me, I want to see the kid. Yeah, and because it should be the kid. Teach well, them well, something. Well, and, and, and part of it, too, is, you know, you when when you are you work with a lot of people, all their kids are selling something. Right. You, and if you buy from one, you buy from all. So I always just bought from the kid. What I didn't like, the, the, they bring in that thing where you buy, like, I don't know, lamps or calendars and stuff that was expensive. Not maybe not lamps. That was <laughs> <laughs> lamps, but it was it kind was like razor is <laughs> no, but I mean there was expensive stuff. Uh, Folks listening know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have to buy stuff. It, it was just like outrageously expensive. You don't have to. Well, Five dollars a box for cookies is I kind did. of outrageous. Although I do kind of miss the dollar candy bars. I haven't seen those in forever. Yeah, I and know. Then what you're I, and then about. I live on a street with you know i got two little boys next door they're they're getting to the age where they're going to start selling stuff right you know uh there's a boy and a girl across the street over one and then down the road 
there's triplets. So I can only imagine in the summertime when they have to, you know, but if they knock on the door, I'm going to buy. Of course you are. That, if it's them and if not it's the parents. Them, not the parents. That That's always kind of been. So you're putting the parents on notice right now. <sighs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. So Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> He's a Girl Scout. Is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd buy anything from Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to believe what that guy is selling. But Aaron Rodgers with an Instagram post last night, followed up by an appearance on Pat McAfee today where he's not making any news, but he's all over the news because of his appearance. We'll get into that as we continue here on The Blitz. Joe Reinagle, Jason Minix, The Blitz, on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250, 103.3 FM. All right, Pledge. I hear the music. I see you dancing. What the hell? Just a little Tupac. All right. Normally, your music goes along with what we're talking about. I'm trying to put two and two together on 222.22 of this and Aaron Rodgers. Well, okay, so it's not. There's a two and 12, and there's a two and Tupac. Quick thinking, <laughs> You're welcome. Quick thinking. <clears throat> it's your favorite duo in the afternoon. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Minix. Your favorite twos coming up in 30 minutes. No, I'm kidding. Nice. Roll the records. Emmett Smith Day. Emmett Johnny Smith Manziel Day. Day. <laughs> we put together a list of famous twos and 22s. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised at, at some of these. Some of these I forgot about. Like, I didn't even remember Roger Clemens was 22. Yeah. Clayton Kershaw's 22. Bob Hayes. Bob Hayes. The great Brett Hall. Who? <laughs> Hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett Smith. C.D. Lamb wore number two in college at OU, so we don't count that because, well, it's uh, 432 on 222, and OU still sucks. Um, <laughs> Gary Payton. Yeah. Jason Kidd. Matt Ryan wears two. Yeah, he does. He's probably the least famous two. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie wore 22. He wore two. Yeah. Or was, well, 22. See, I don't remember Jason Kidd as a two. I remember him as a five. He went to two his second time in Dallas. You know, it's funny, because that's what I think of. I, I, I thought of him right away as a two. You know? Well, Flutie had them both. Remember, he, did. he was 22 at Boston College. But they wouldn't let 22s in the right. NFL at that position, so he went to so two in the two. NFL. So he's really celebrating today. Absolutely. Man. He, he's got it all. This and, is his day. And as we talked about with Emmett Smith when we were out at the Super Bowl, today is on 222 National Margarita Day, and his tequila would go well with that. Huradura. Yes, sir. Good good stuff. Get over to Texas here and get you some. Yeah, they've got, all, they've got it all over there. Yeah. That was really good stuff. Because we got to try the whole gamut, remember? Yes, oh, barely. Yeah. <laughs> they had to go around and get stamps at all the different places. Yeah, it was like a scavenger hunt. It was. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? Yes, and, I have. And when you say a scavenger hunt, it wasn't really all that complicated or twisting of rubber arms. Here, you want a shot of this? Sure. <laughs> you know, and then you get all these stamps, and then at the end, you drink out of Emmett's Private Barrel, which was the best wow. of the tequilas. Wow. And then you get to do shots with, with Emmett. That was cool. You know what might have been the 
best part, or certainly in the top two, was all the quality alcohol we got to drink in Los Angeles. <laughs> With Emmett Smith's tequila and the Crown Royal 18 and the Knob Creek from Ralph's. <laughs> yeah, but those Miller Lights, man. They were awesome. They never change. They're yeah. consistent. That's the, 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 the beauty of it. Speaking of Miller Lite, good friend Renee over at Glacier setting us up with all kinds of great stuff to give away. Really? At the Rue Pub on Thursday night for our birthday party. Outstanding. I mean, when you, I look at some of the things that uh, he is giving us to uh, raffle off to our listeners there, I'm looking at a Miller Lite portable tailgate grill slash cooler. Wow. A Blue Moon leather wallet for your phone. Uh, a Mike's cooler. A Yingling large grizzly cooler. Not even sure what that means, but it's it's a cooler with Yingling. Uh, some Blue Moon stuff. Some backpacks. Um, all kinds of good stuff. A Mike's seltzer speaker cooler. So we're going to have all kinds of items to give away. On uh, Thursday out at the Rue Pub as the station celebrates our 14th birthday. We'll have a bunch of celebrities stopping by as well. Joe Reinagle and his feet are going to be there. <laughs> so uh, Rudy J will be there. James Pledger is going to be out of the glass box of fun. He may or may not be there. He says he's coming. He'll be there. We, we, and Michael Jimenez needs an invite. It's like, am I allowed to come to this? Dude, Yes. Why? I don't know. Is he? <laughs> He's allowed to be there from noon to two. Okay. But he has to leave once the party starts. Uh, pretty much. That's kind of how I mean, he, he is. That's, He's going to leave anyway. That's what he does. He's either going to leave or fall asleep on the table. One of the well, two. Well, it's not Rudy. Yeah, but Rudy parties. Oh, I yeah. Mean, Rudy might take a nap in transit. <laughs> But he's ready to go <laughs> once you May, get there. Will. Yeah. So, but Jimenez will fall asleep right there on the table. Well, Jimenez, see, like, like Rob Thompson is a pro. Rob Thompson says, all right, boys, I'm done. I got to go to bed. Right. I got to get up at 3 a.m. He knows his limit. And he'll get there and he, he's gone. Jimenez does not know his limit. He will, he will try to battle, try to battle, try to battle. Then you realize he's asleep at the party. Yeah. Nobody likes that guy. Yo, Rudy somehow just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. But Rudy gets 47 different naps throughout the day. He does. So, I mean, he gets eight hours. It's just never in one sequence. But that's smart of Rudy J. I mean, if you're going to sleep, sleep in transit before you get there. You got a yes. little quick cat nap. Yes. Then you can party once you get there. Definitely. So he, he did great. And then Rob, he'll just leave. He text you on his way. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone, guys. See ya. Yeah. Yeah, the the whole buddy system Rob doesn't really follow. <laughs> when it's time to go, it's time to go. But, it, you know, I appreciate Rob there because, one, he says, I don't want anybody to convince me to stay. I got to go. Right. And, two, I don't want to feel anybody obligated to leave with me. Although. I don't think any of us were going to do that. No. He was on his own. <laughs> he, he knew it. <laughs> he was on his own. But, again, as a friend. We would have tasked Michael Jimenez to go with him <laughs> to make sure that nothing happened to him on his way home through South Central Los Angeles. <laughs> and, and Michael's going to be the one to do that? <laughs> wow. I'm sure Rob would have felt very protected. <laughs> yeah, point made. Aaron Rodgers probably gets a perfect 12 hours of sleep a day in some sort of chamber. This dude is so strange. Now, we made fun 
of Tom Brady and his TB12 routine, and you wonder, what kind of life is that? Now, I know there are people out there that are health nuts, yep. and, and I've, yep. got, I've got nothing ill to say about, you know, you don't eat this, you don't drink this. I don't know how people get up and at 4.30 and go for a strong workout at 5 a.m., right? I, I don't, but I know they feel good about themselves, and I know when I've been in workout regiments or just eating better, um, I, you do feel better, and you, you sleep better. I, I get that. It's just not a lifestyle I can maintain. Aaron Rodgers puts out a cryptic Instagram post last night that kind of felt like a goodbye. It did. But Aaron Rodgers is a savvy SOB. And I could see him putting something like that out. Oh, it's end of the year. I'm going to miss some of my teammates. I don't know what all the fuss is about it after all the Packer fans beg, please stay, don't go, Aaron, don't go. And he resigns and says, what was all the fuss about? You guys made all this up. But you, the, the, the post reads... Like a goodbye, it it does. Like he's saying goodbye to to all the quarterbacks in the room and and the fans and and Devonte Adams and and all of that stuff and and thank you, you know, for a great season. And then he blames it on his after season cleanse. Well, we'll Pat, get we'll get into the cleanse okay. coming up at five o'clock. Oh, uh, you don't want to get in the cleanse now. We don't have enough time. Well, wait, well, hang on. We, 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 we don't have enough because then he goes on Aaron. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers goes on with Pat McAfee. And so, OK, you hear you see the post last night. The source for all Aaron Rodgers news is not TMZ. It is Pat McAfee. It is. So he's going on today. So Pat McAfee. His show yesterday, for example, 8.3, 8,300 people watched, right? 8.3,000. Today, 482,000 tuned in because Aaron Rodgers was going to be on. Right. Pat McAfee better be glad he's got a friend in Aaron Rodgers. So 480,000 people tune in because they know Aaron Rodgers is going to come on hours after this, what looked like a goodbye message on Instagram. And Aaron Rodgers is like, what are you guys doing here? You know, let me just put this disclaimer out right away for the the, uh, the few people watching that are tuning in just for a specific uh, maybe news or decision. There will be no news today. Son of a bitch. No decision on, on my future. Uh, as I was texting with you yesterday, I just got out of a 12-day punch of karma. Uh, look that up. Uh, I know you did after we talked. Oh, we'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> but it's a... Cleanse that you know originated in India has been going on for thousands of years, and it's something I've done in the off season. So I'm just getting my head above above the sand now and uh, seeing what's going on out there. But um, but no decision about my future today. All right, so no decision about his future. But you got to believe Pat McAfee was hoping he would have a decision. You had four hundred eighty thousand people tuning in, hoping that there would be a decision. And essentially, you're just stroking the ego of Aaron Rodgers because he knows that a lot of people want this news. He has said before he doesn't want to string this out too long. Today is the first day that you could start putting franchise tags on people. And Aaron Rodgers said on Pat McAfee, he's not ready to make a decision. He's close. A couple of things have to happen. So there's been, you know, some definitely some contemplative days, but um, 
you know, I, I understand also today, I believe, might be the first day to tag players. And, you know, in Green Bay, there's this one specific guy who's like the best guy in the entire league at what he does. <laughs> yeah, whereas, like, I think number 17, you might have heard of him. Uh, so there's, you know, there's, there's obviously, uh, you know, the opportunity to tag him at some point, which, uh, you know, I don't think, you know, both parties probably want that done. They'd rather get a long-term extension done. But I understand that's a part of the decision, and I talked about you know not wanting to, to drag this thing out. So he doesn't want to drag it out, Joe, but he wants to see what happens with Devontae Adams before he makes a final decision. Well, of course. Turn your mic on. Of course, wouldn't you? I mean, I would want to know what Devontae Adams is going to do because that's the only guy that Aaron Rodgers throws the football to. But he, he kind of <laughs> broke some news there. It sounded to me like he thinks they're going to go with a franchise tag for Devontae. And Devontae doesn't want a franchise tag. He put out both sides. Sure. But Devontae doesn't want a franchise tag. But that does put some pressure on on the Packers to make sure they're able to sign Devontae to a long-term deal because Aaron Rodgers is not going to re-sign a multi-year deal with the Green Bay Packers if Adams is on a franchise tag, which is basically a one-year deal, which they could tag him again next year, and it would be a two-year deal. But I think he's trying to get a long-term contract for his guy. That's three years, if I'm counting right, if my math is correct. And that's probably, I don't know, a total of $60, $70 million. Between those two. So, uh, Aaron, then you're going to bitch that they don't have money to go get people around you. Well, that's what I'm saying. I... I and not to go down another rabbit hole, Jason, but I've never understood these players that didn't like being franchise tagged. I mean, Devontae Adams is set to make what about maybe, what I don't know what the going rate is for wide receivers this particular a time. Lot. So, right. So, say $20 million bucks just to make it safe. So, it's give or take, something like that. You, it, If Lance came in here right now and said, hey, Jason, can't sign you to a long-term deal. We're going to give you $20 million to work this year. You're going to be upset about that? And and I say that, and I know it's it's apples and oranges. Sure. But why would I want the pay cut? <laughs> I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Lance just drove his truck into the cement wall on Fortad. Yeah, from laughter because he yeah. knows better, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I'm just saying, I don't, I've never understood that. Look, sign me to a franchise tag. Dak Prescott signed a couple of them. Mm -hmm. Then they got his long-term deal done. You bet on he yourself. He made a lot of money. He did, and he made he made the same amount of money over time, so Steven and Jerry really won that. But say that leg injury for Dak ended his career, he loses a lot of money. So if Devontae Adams is wanting a four-year deal with 80 of it or 60 of it guaranteed, he knows he's going to get 60 versus 20. And if there's an injury... He's screwed. Uh, that, that's why these guys all want contract. And when you hear contract numbers, I don't care, you know, five years, $120 million, 70 guaranteed, that contract is only worth $70, 70 million, million bucks, right? Yes. Because they're going to rework all of the other stuff. You know, Patrick Mahomes and his contract for half a billy. Look at what the actual guaranteed numbers are. It's a lot. It, it's a lot, but it's not <laughs> half a billy. No, it's on not. Guaranteed dollars. Right. And that's the weird part about NFL contracts and their salary cap versus basketball. You hear somebody's making $83 million. Guess what? They're getting $83 million. Well, and that's why they have the guaranteed money now. And it used to be called signing bonuses, mm -hmm. right? So that's, but they're not called that anymore. It's just you've got a contract for five years worth $200 million, $80 million of it is guaranteed. 
So you know you're going to get at least $80 million. But I like that in football. And it's necessary in football Mm -hmm. to not be guaranteed contracts because of the injury situation that could end a career. Which is why the players want it, because if if they get injured without that guaranteed money, then they're out. I mean, their body is how they make their living. So that's why I understand from the owners, and you got 53 guys. You know, the biggest expense... With a football program, and I don't care if you're talking about the NFL, I don't care if you're talking about when we had the Arena League or the Alliance, it's the workers' comp payments. That, that you know, that side of the sport that nobody ever sees. Right. Long after guys are done playing, this injury, that injury, workers' comp is one of the biggest things. The injuries that are there. That's why players want guaranteed money. It's why the teams don't want to give it because, you know, I might have you on a five-year deal guaranteed at, say, $40 million, you get hurt year two. Now I got to pay you all these years for you not to work. So a couple of things that that I'm hearing from you now. So I, I get the whole franchise tag now and why they don't want that. They don't have any choice because they can be tagged. Yep. I mean, right. So then they can do it twice. Then I'm thinking we're going to hear something about that in the next negotiations with the players union and the NFL trying to get rid of that franchise tag. And why is it there to begin with if the players don't like it? The players don't like it. And quite frankly, the teams don't like it because if, if you got a, say a $20 million signing bonus or guaranteed money and, and they make it all into a signing bonus now, and it's a five-year deal, that 20 million gets spread out over the length of the contract. Uh, so you know, a twenty million over five years—that's four million against mm-hmm. the cap each year. Right. The franchise tag—that twenty million—is all on the cap this year, which is why teams don't necessarily like to franchise tag players. Well, I don't know. I, you know, when we're talking about twenty million dollars, and I get the whole injury thing. I think if you're a smart person, you'd probably be set for life with twenty million bucks if you get hurt or not. Yep. Versus, and I know eighty million. You, you, maybe you prefer to have that. I just don't. I, I just don't know. And if somebody's gonna, if I'm good enough on a team, and I think I'm gonna get the 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 long term contract that I eventually want, like Dak Prescott figured that he would. I mean, my goodness, give me twenty million bucks right now, and I'll play and I'll take my chances. The other side of that coin is. Mm-hmm. Is Aaron Rodgers saying, if you franchise tag Adams, I have no business being here? It kind of sounds that way. Because I don't know how he's going to get paid what he wants. And there were reports a week ago they will make him the highest-paid quarterback, the highest-paid player, and be able to afford both those guys and then everybody else. I mean, it's the salary cap gymnastics that you have to do, but it makes it very tough when you're trying to do that when you have a guy on the franchise tag. Okay. So that that's why I think Aaron said in there, both sides want to get a long-term deal because both sides benefit from a long-term deal. I know we're up against the clock, but something you said i got to address. You're, the Packers actually said they're going to make Aaron Rodgers the highest-paid player? Yeah. Are they crazy? Yeah. Are they smoking dope? Yeah, they are. Because I, why would you – so more than Patrick Mahomes? Well, I mean, Patrick Mahomes' deal over the – 10-year contract is half a billy, but his per-year deal and pledge, we can look it up. Um, it, it, it really isn't all that much when you compare him to some of the other quarterbacks. But if he goes through... Over 10 years, he's going to end up with, but I'm talking about the highest-paid quarterback per season. 
Aaron Rodgers, thirty-seven years old. He is okay. He's a good quarterback. Tom Brady's fifty-eight. Look what he's doing. Well, Brady is is Tim Duncan. Yes, he gives and takes for other players on the team. I think the, the Packers would be nuts to give Aaron Rodgers a huge. Three or four year deal. He's the MVP again. I don't care. He keeps losing in the he's NFC Championship game. Seven years old, and he's a freak on top of it. Yeah, Pancha Karma. Yeah, is, is, was that the cleanse? Is that how you mm-hmm. say it? Pancha Karma. A Pancha Karma. We will learn what that is coming up at five o'clock. Can't wait. By the way, to answer your question, Patrick Mahomes is going to make twenty nine million this upcoming season. And he averages 45 over the life of his contract, which is what Dak averages. Well, then that will probably get reworked. It will get from reworked. From time to time, obviously. Well, well, the Mahomes deal is designed to get reworked every two years, I think, with a lot of outs on both sides. A cleanse where uh, more power to you if you could do this. Yeah, I couldn't do it. We'll get into that coming up at 5 o'clock here on The Blitz. Hey, guys, it's Rudy J. Let's talk the biggest stories in sports tomorrow morning, 7 till 10, on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. Al Michaels with the call as the U.S. beat the Soviets in Lake Placid, February 22nd of 1980. One of the greatest moments in sports history. That's when everybody just rallied around that hockey club. And, uh, man, it was a lot of fun. Even guys like me were watching hockey. 2-22. You know, I was all of seven years old. And you were watching, right? I was watching hockey, although I really became a hockey fan when I was 10 and had my uh, adenoids out, and I was in the hospital where <laughs> adenoids out. No, I remember it. The, the only thing on, on TV that I could watch, it was great, because they didn't take my tonsils, just, just adenoids. Um, I'm watching hockey, the great Tom Mees, and I'm watching the New Jersey Devils play. I think it was the Boston Bruins, and I decided I was going to be a Devils fan. And wanted to be a hockey announcer because of Tom Meese. Wow, that's tough at, job. At, at 10. A hockey announcer's tough. Yeah, I learned that, learned that with the San Antonio Iguanas. <laughs> you realize all those names are hard and they all can't be named John Smith. No, they're not. In fact, are any of them named John Smith? <laughs> no, we had a Paul Jackson. We had a Brian Chance. <laughs> that's right, yeah. A yeah. Dale Henry. Wow. Jim Sprotter. I'm surprised I remember some of these. Wow, Dave I am Lightly. too. We had a couple guys I, I could never say their name. I'm really impressed that you remembered all those guys because you've slept and drank since then i i have <laughs> although going on a bus with those boys you don't fall asleep on the bus man if rudy J was on a bus with a bunch of hockey players he would have no eyebrows and a reverse mohawk before he got to wichita that's that's all i'm saying he would not survive on a team bus rudy J. <laughs> exactly what is a, how do you say it, Pledge? Panchakarma? That is correct, Panchakarma. What is a, see, Panchakarma, that, that sounds like it could be a fiesta event. It does, this or, is a, anything, or a drink. This is anything but a fiesta event. It is a cleanse that Aaron Rodgers went on. 
And like a Fiesta event, it ends up coming out of both ends. <laughs> we'll explain <laughs> what Aaron Rodgers did on his 10-day cleanse as we continue here on The Blitz. Joe Reinager, Jason Minix, The Blitz. It is The Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. I'm Jason Minix. He is Joe Reinick. It's a Tuesday. It is. It's only Tuesday. It is. <laughs> and it's the second hour of this show, which has been all over the place, by it, the way. It has. Although, and I'm going to deviate. In a good way. I'm, I'm going to deviate once again, because I just saw a tweet that's kind of interesting. And it reminds me of a conversation I had with a friend of mine last night. So I'm seeing on Twitter right now from Steve Spreester. Yeah. From KSAT. Uh-huh. I want to wish all the best to add Joe Ken's five in his retirement from the crazy TV world. I wish you all the best, buddy. And I've seen a couple people. Are they, because you got a lot of accolades and, and, and you know, congratulations on, on retirement when it was announced in January. Right. But... It kind of feels like this week you're getting a lot. Is it just because it's coming closer, or are people just now finding out about it? Well, I was at Ken's earlier today, uh-huh. and because uh, they had a little um, Taco Tuesday thing over there, so I wanted to go over there because yeah, I've been working the ten o'clock, so I don't get to see the the daytime folks. Mm-hmm. So I want to go say hello and to everybody and just you know see what's up and and have a free lunch for sure. Goodness sake, <laughs> of right? So, um, so the news director over there, Jack Acosta. Uh, took a picture with me and and you know was very nice and said I'm going to miss this guy and so that's gone out and I've retweeted it and a lot of people have and I think some people are seeing that and either remembering or maybe they didn't know I don't know well and, and I and I bring that up because you know yesterday on the show we had a phone call from a guy named Chris turns out that was that was Chris Murphy. I don't know if you remember Chris Murphy from his days working at, I do. at Ken's, right? Wow, yeah. Former mayor of Hollywood Park. That's right. That Chris Murphy, former margarita <laughs> man on this National Margarita yes, Day. He yes. sold the margarita man. <laughs> now he's into another crazy venture. But he called me after the show last night, and he was like, man, it kind of sucks that you lost the FM signal. It was hard to go back and find you guys on the AM. I'm like, Murph, dude, we're on 103.3. You are? Yeah. You're a smart man. You're media savvy. It was like, you know, I hear you say that, but two plus two for him was he thought we just lost the FM signal and we're just back on 1250. Right. So I I was thinking about, well, I mean, I know we did a a big blitz type, pun intended, when we did that, did the contest, people showing us where it's locked in on your dial. But if you miss those couple of days... If you're listening for us on 94.5, you're you're sadly mistaken, right? Like that. Well, that that's not Joe and Jason. No, that's it's not, not. You know, or or you know, and and so I I thought it was interesting that a media savvy guy was completely unaware of 103.3, even though we say San Antonio Sports Star AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. We say it a lot. We do say it a lot. But I, I think it's just going to be one of those kind of things. All right? Uh, people are going to associate Ken's TV. Every time they see me, they're going to think that. Mm-hmm. Right? I think. Until, you know, I'm on this show a few years, maybe. Yeah, and then it will exactly. change. I'm in the convenience store down here before I got to the station today. Uh-huh. The guy, you got a familiar face. Yeah. You're on TV. Yeah, sports guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, and I think that will happen. I mean, you well, know, sure, it's going to happen, while, right? happen forever. So, and that's pretty cool. And I just think some people just either are busy, or they just don't know, they didn't see the 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 spots that were running uh, during the playoffs uh, about all of this, mm-hmm. and so. You know, I don't know. But it, I, I appreciate Spreester. And Jennifer Broom also was uh, kind enough to send out something today, too. Yeah, so. that, but, but I've seen a lot of it today, and I was trying to figure out why today. What's going on today? And I guess the lunch that you were at and probably the, the tweet from Jack That's it. probably caught some attention. Right. But it kind of made me think about last night, even though we've made announcements. and It feels very normal to us now. I don't think I've slipped and said 94 for a while. No, right? you haven't. Has Rob? Uh, has Rob's got it down, Pat? No, he's gotten it now. Say, if Rob's got it down, Pat, I mean, we feel kind of like everybody knows it right. now. Right. And, and but, I didn't know it any better, so I 103.3 just sound, seems well, so, normal. So even like, you know, in your media savvy, we've been friends for years. The station is now 14 years old. We've been on the FM for at least seven years, I think. Um but there's some people like you or April and Sarah who just always say 1250. Right. For, for the right. for the love of God, they won't get the FM in there. Right? There there's some people out there. So you've noticed that I do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and and you did that before you worked here. Well, I wanted to, I'm I'm happy to know that I have something in common with April and Sarah. That's good. Well, that's very true. I'm okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but it is kind of interesting and I was thinking about seeing the retirement like like, I figure next week, when you don't have to go to work next Tuesday night, yeah, there will be some talk then. It's just like, why today? And then I was thinking about the call I had last night with Chris Murphy of, here's a media, here's a guy that worked in media. He's, he's a media-savvy guy. Just thought, well, I guess they took the FM away from them because, you know, they needed another hip-hop station in the cluster. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it, maybe this is a, a great explanation for everybody who's listening and say, you know, Jason, every time he comes on, he mentions AM 1250, 103.3. Well, that's why, right? And that's why we do it so much and say that because just kind of grind that into your you head. always want to know. It's like when you're having a conversation with a guest. Yeah. You know, you know, in the middle of the conversation, you know, hey, we're talking with Emmett Smith right now. Because if you've punched in in the middle of the conversation, mm-hmm. there's nothing worse as a listener than going, who are they talking to? You're exactly right. And, and and I try to run the show the way I listen. Yeah. And to me, there's nothing worse than if I'm listening to somebody interview somebody and I have no idea who they're talking to. Or as a play-by-play guy, you know this. If yes. I'm getting into the car and it takes me 10 minutes to know what the score is. You're doing, you're, you're, you're failing your audience. You are. And, and so that's why it's repetitive, especially on the radio, um, that way. So it, it is good to remind people what you're doing. And, because what is it, about an average of 15 minutes at a time, something to like that? Okay. 15 right. to 20. We, we've gone up. In San Antonio, as people have gone back to work, it might right. be a little bit longer than that. I mean, most people, you know, probably close to 30 minutes on their commute now, some longer. Yeah. But that's that's part of it. And, you know, you kind of go back to the play-by-play. I, I know some play-by-play guys, radio play-by-play guys, that hate to give the score because they want people to keep listening longer. If you hear the score, you might tune out. Say, no, that's wrong. That is wrong. Because now I'm listening and now I'm getting pissed. It drives me nuts. 
desire. I mean, it does. It drives me nuts. If I don't hear it right away, because the, what's the first thing you want to hear? You get in the car, you know the game's going on, and you get in the car, you turn on the radio, and all right, Spurs and, and, and I don't know, Nuggets are playing. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what the score if is. Bill doesn't tell you the score right away. That's exactly. Or within a couple of minutes of listening. Well, Shoney's good about it. He he is great about it. And and basketball is a lot easier because there's constant scoring. Right. Football is you, you, you get in and. All right, you know, it's 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 first and ten from the twenty three yard line. Well what twenty three? Right. As a play by play guy, I better say your own twenty three or you know, their twenty three, however it is. And that's true. You know, here's the situation. This is what you're trying to do. But I just wanted to put that out there. One oh three point three. If you're listening to hip hop and then finding us back on the AM, go find us on the FM. We're yeah. there. It's a bigger stick. One oh three point three FM. Lock it in. And it really does sound better. We're taller. It sounds better on the FM. We're, we're taller. Some of the scratchiness that we used to have on 94.5 or the bleed over from the buzz yeah. in Houston, that won't happen on 103.3. It sounds good, so try it out there. You know, Maggie won't listen to us on the AM. It's only the FM. And if Maggie won't listen over there, then you better be like Maggie. Exactly. The find, FM, is, it, it's just it's just clean. And it's quite frankly, nice. I don't care where you listen. I don't either. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube listening to the podcast later, listening on one of the gazillion apps that we're on. Hey, Siri, all of that is there. AM, FM, just listen and spell my name right. That, well, <laughs> I'm kidding. Nobody does that. I've, I've given up my name being spelled right. That's yeah, uh, yeah. that's impossible. So it's okay. Do you do that still? You go into some place and they ask you to, for your name, and I, I don't even pronounce it anymore. I just, I just let me, spell let it. Let me spell it for you. Yep. Yeah. And they still will get it wrong. Sometimes I yeah. get I get a lot of either one N, O X E X. If it's an old person, A X. Get the Mannix joke because I've never heard that before. <laughs> Half the people listening know don't know what the hell you're talking about. Thank God. But when I was young, my God, that was that, that was, was a great brutal. show. By the way, uh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I'm I'm sure it was. Who was that dude? I don't know. He was a good actor, Mannix. He was a private eye. I imagine my my dad, while in the military, got it all the time. Joe Mannix. So, (laughs) Panchakarma, which sounds like it's a lot of things, is a cleanse that Aaron Rodgers went through. Now, I know people, Rob Thompson, who's gone through a five-day cleanse. I don't think it's anything quite like this and what he did with Dr. Torres. And it wor- that it's incredible what Rob did and the end result. I know other people that will do a three-day cleanse, a two-day cleanse. I tried to do a cleanse once for an hour. It didn't work out well for me. I, I, I it, And when I start stuff like that, then I crave everything, and I've got no willpower. Right? But this Panchakarma cleanse is removing toxins from the body which could otherwise lead to disease. It's 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 a health thing. I, I get that. But the five karmas to cleanse the body, you have this up in front of you? Yeah, can you uh, pronounce these things? Well, that's why I was going to see if you wanted to. <laughs> the vomanon? Vamanos. No, not vamanos. It's vamanos to everything that's in your body, uh, pretty, one way or the other. <laughs> pretty much. It's. I don't know how this seems or is healthy. Induced vomiting... Helps clear the upper gastro till the end of the stomach, whatever word that was. Duodenum. And, uh, uh, Duo. 
Duodenum? Duodenum. Duodenum. Duodenum, that too. I think Pledge is making stuff up. Well, <laughs> if there is a health type doctor that's listening, he sounded, six, he sounded a lot better than I did, though. Well, I mean. Well, you're going to talk to a doctor in a few minutes. Yeah, well, he's an orthopedic doctor. I'm not sure if uh, Dr. Balden is uh, up he might, on. He might know where a duodenum is, though. It's not where I thought it'd be. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. But induced vomiting. Okay. Now. Most of the time, that's discouraged, is it not? Especially, you know, girl dads. We, we, we've we right. all gone through phases as parents like, hey, kiddo, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. But apparently during this cleanse, you want to do that. But this is your, 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 there's a substance going in that induces that. It's not you sticking it's, your fingers. It's not two your fingers? Right. Okay. Right. Ipecac. <laughs> what? Pledge, please. Isn't that, that stuff they made you drink to throw up? I don't, I, I don't I don't know what they make you drink to throw up. I, I mean, generally, the last time I drank something that made me throw up, it was Captain Morgan's. I, 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 that's the only time I've ever drank anything where I threw up at the end. I think that's what I learned from Looney Tunes. All right. Well, all right. We're trying to be serious here, Pledge. I'm sure you are. Leave Looney Tunes out of it. The the second part of this karma cleanse thingamajigger. Verachinum. Sure. Purgation. I don't even know what this means. Induced purgation clears the lower gastro from the duodenum till the exit. It's a it's a purge. So you're but but it's coming out the back end. Right. So you're sitting on the toilet with massive diarrhea while throwing up into the trash can at the same time. Yes. That sounds wonderful. No, it sounds miserable. Sounds well, anybody that's dealt with COVID. A lot of people have been through that recently. It's not fun, and yet he is doing this on his own. Then the third one is... You want to read that line? Oh. <laughs> Anuvasana. Sure. How about that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's an oil enema that helps lubricate the rectal area and take out all the lipid-soluble waste out through the anus. Okay. Now, didn't you just do that with the Viracinum? Yeah, but that wasn't oiled up. Oh, so this is oiled up. Well, I hope it's oiled up because it's an enema. Yes. So that means you got to stick it in there. Mm -hmm. It helps to be oiled up, I would think. And then through the nose, nasal installation of medicated substances helps clear the respiratory tract and paranasal sense, uh, sinuses. Now, couldn't you just do that with one of those... Some sort of dropper things? No, the, uh, the, the, the machine like a shoots the water up and then sucks it out. I, what do you call that thing? A, a virage? A, I don't know. Navage? I, Navage. I've heard those commercials. Yeah. I have no idea. I would try that. I think he's a bum. And then... What's the last one? Astapanavasti. It's another enema. Oh, yes. It's it's decoction enema. Okay. A decoction enema. It cleanses the area from the transverse colon till the anus. And I want everybody to know we're not making this up. No. I mean, this is this is for real, but this is the definition of panchakarma. It, it's a, it's the cleanse that Aaron Rodgers did. Yeah, he does it every season, right? Uh, uh, After the off after ten Ten days of self-induced diarrhea in puking. After he loses in the first round. 
or the he NFC Championship yeah, that game. Too. That's how he spent his Super Bowl Sunday. Sounds miserable. And it, 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 and and you know, you go get you go do your prep for a colonoscopy. Yeah, that ain't fun. It's miserable. And as I'm reading this, this sounds like that in in a lot of ways, right? Um, that was a day of prep. Can right. you imagine ten days of this? I'm sure he feels wonderful when it's all said and done. I and you do right. You feel. I, I've I've had a colonoscopy. Right, we and, all have. And, and the, uh, well, as men of a certain age, right. and, and if you haven't, you should. And the day before the colonoscopy is the day that it is the toughest, but it really does help you feel better. I mean, when I'm done, you're not you're hungry as hell. First of all, when yeah. you're done, right? So you yeah. got to go eat something. But it's it it you feel good. You just feel clean, or you just feel like you know I should feel clean after all of this stuff. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this. Uh, these methods help to dislodge the accumulated poisonous substances in the body. And everything else. <sighs> Dude, if there's anything left in your body after doing that, I'd be surprised. That's not attached somehow. I, like I said, I'm pretty sure this is probably good for him. Probably good for all of us to do something like that. Ain't no way in hell. I could do anything like this for two days, let alone ten. Because when you're doing these kind of things, you're not eating anything, right? Or you're 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 drinking certain things, or you can only eat certain things. Well, right? that's a good question. And if you're doing it for ten days and you're not eating, I mean, you're taking this stuff, and what else is going to come out of there? Nothing. Well, I'm I'm guessing. I mean, you've completely flushed your system at that point. Well, that would be after one day. So, what do you do for the next nine? Well, I mean, or even three days, five days. I mean, I I I don't know. I I I don't know enough about this, and I'm not trying to make fun of it or be funny. I couldn't do it, and I know people have done three day and five day cleanses. I don't know that I've ever heard of a ten day cleanse like this, and it just sounds awful. Like how. Who now? If you're Aaron Rodgers and you got a billion dollars and everything that you could need, I don't know. Does he fly off to whatever vacation home and he does this? But could you imagine if you had to go to work every day? And oh, there's that's no way. what you were doing. Well, I don't think you could. If you did this cleanse, there's no way you could go to work. I mean, you, you probably couldn't get three feet from your bathroom. <laughs> but somehow. He went to the NFL honors and won MVP in the middle of his cleanse is what he told Pat McAfee. I don't know how he did that, unless it was all out. I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, at, at, some, I, I, at some point in time, your body's got to be completely clean if you're not eating. But but even, even a diaper wouldn't help <laughs> in this situation. No. You, you, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, yes. I mean, there's not a big enough sponge... No. If you were doing this, that could help you sit through the NFL honor show. No. I mean, you would need a bucket. I mean, he did wear a gold suit. What? He, I mean, maybe he had something inside there that was like, you know what the astronauts wear or something that just... Had a bag? A big bag. I, I, I'm just thinking, one, more power your... T- I, if this, if somebody decides, hey, if Aaron is doing this, I'm going to go cleanse. Right, uh, more power to you. No, I agree. And, and again, I'm, I, I, I'm not trying to be not at all 
funny or make fun. I just don't know how you do this. I don't. And honestly, I'm sure at the end you feel healthy and clean. But if you're a pro athlete and you're paying attention to what goes into your body anyway, do you need a 10-day cleanse? Because I think about, like, say, the eating habits of Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady and their habits are well-documented versus mine. If they need 10, I would need six months <laughs> uh, to, to clean out my system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, I, I don't know. That seems pretty powerful, and I, I'd like to know a little more about it. I really would because is he eating or is he fasting for 10 days? I mean, all of that makes a big difference, I think. So... It, I don't know. It, it does. It's it's very interesting. On the same topic, <laughs> if you did some grilling this weekend, <laughs> like I did, you want to win a $50 gift card to Tri-County Meat Market? Stop, Pledge. If you're not into the cleanse scene but the meat scene, you took a photo of that meat, uploaded at sasportstar.com, because on Thursday, we're giving away a $50 gift card to Tri-County Meat Market. Grilling with the Blitz. Every Thursday here on San Antonio Sports Star Course Thursday, we're going to be live out at the Rue Pub all day for the station's 14th birthday party. Michael Jimenez will be out there from noon to 2 for halftime. Joe and I will be out there 4 to 7 for the Blitz. Then we're going to stay after we got a lot of great items that we're going to uh, give away, have drawings for uh, that are, are courtesy of our friends over at Glacier. Uh, we'll give away a lot of Miller Lite products, a lot of uh, Yingling coolers, all kinds of fun stuff. Blue Moon I saw on the list. Lots of cool stuff that we will give away on Thursday. Then on Friday... The Blitz is going to be live from the Home and Garden Show at the Alamo Dome, the Window Source booth. Ryan Nagel's going to be out there. Nice. Absolutely. It says uh, join Jason and Joe, but um, I'll be in Vegas. Uh, the Alamo Dome, 4 to 7. <laughs> Window Source is going to have all kinds of good stuff. It'll be Joe and probably Rudy J. You just kind of sailed right by that real quick. Where are you going to be? Uh, Vegas. Vegas, as in Las? Yes. Las Vegas. You're going there for a concert, though, right? I'm going to Vegas, and Two a concert is going to happen. Okay. Yes. Metallica on Friday night, Bruno Mars, and Silk Sonic on Saturday night. What is the over and under that Jason makes both of those concerts? One and a half? I'm going to make them both. You are? I'm, I'm going to make them both. I think we could get a little uh, little wager going here with the folks. I, I think the over-under, if I stay for the entirety of Bruno Mars, might be a better prop bet. <laughs> Just saying. No, I, I understand that. I've done that before. Because those were, those were kind of, you know, M-Life, uh, here you go kind of tickets. Right, there. right. Um, yeah. So there, there's not a... Not a major investment there, although my wife and daughter are very excited about Bruno Mars, so I might not have a choice. Well, you but know, I, I want to see Bruno Mars, too. I've gotten free tickets from MGM, and most of the time I don't make that show. Yeah. If you pay for tickets, mm -hmm. you're more apt to go. Absolutely. Than if you get them for free. See, I wouldn't go see like uh, Cirque du Soleil. If it's a concert, I'm generally going to make time to go. I don't know. I hear Cirque the Soleil is pretty good. I'm sure it is. I've bought tickets two or three times, and my wife said they were wonderful seats. Because <laughs> I wasn't leaving the table. No Paul McCartney. No. Nah. No good. Not going to do that. But I think <laughs> I think I'll hit both. Uh, I think I'll hit both concerts. Okay. I'll probably stay till the the very end. Although well, although the Bruno Mars and hopefully things change while we're out there. But it says mask required during the show. Yeah. 
I'm hoping since Las Vegas has changed and the, the state of Nevada has changed their mask laws that that will change for that show because that might determine the length of my stay Yeah, at, at that show as well. Well, good luck with that. I'm saying that. It's 2-22-22. A lot of famous twos. It's also Margarita Day. How's Ryan Ago going to celebrate? We'll talk about that as we continue here on The Blitz. Second of takes. The Blitz with Joe Reinagle and Jason Minix, San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 1033 FM. I'm going to reach the testicles and destroy the spur before Cortez. I must buy some time. Computer location 15 millimeters northeast of the Duodenum. Very well. Fire faces! Oh, jeez, my Duodenum's hacking up. The hell was that, Blood? I guess it is Duodenum. Oh, you're trying to prove a point from something we did 20 minutes ago? Nobody <laughs> remembers what it was? Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Had no idea. <laughs> Joe knew where I was going with it. <laughs> oh, after one key word. What, Duodenum? Yeah. Duodenum. I don't know if they're talking about the same thing. Just saying. But then again, I have no idea what you just played and what the reference point might be. Mm, it's, uh... Goes a lot lower than you think, I believe, were your exact words. Again, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it is the Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. We're out early today, out at 6 o'clock. Andrew Monaco is going to take over at 6 o'clock as the Aggies basketball team looks to bounce back from their loss to Vanderbilt from over the weekend as they play the Georgia Bulldogs in College Station tonight. Yeah, the Bulldogs aren't very good. So you're saying it's cupcake? No, I'm, well, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a cupcake. It might be a pretty good game actually because I don't think either one of them are playing that great. You know, there was a time this year where the Aggie basketball team was just killing it. And then they were, they had a big game against Kentucky. Yeah. We had Monaco on and then they proceeded to lose like 71 and straight. So Monaco probably won't, doesn't want to talk to us anymore. There's a reason we haven't had him back. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> It can't be our fault, right? No. <laughs> They'll win tonight, though. So listen to them right here. Ryan Nagel uh, says they will win tonight. They will win tonight on 1250 ESPN AM and 103.3 FM. There you go. Uh, Jeff Passan <laughs> is tweeting, Another day, small moves on the labor front with Major League Baseball. There's a little of this, a little of that. What I What I haven't really read is any kind of player counters. It just seems like... You know, the, the Player Association dropped its ask from 80% of two-plus players receiving arbitration to 75%. Um, I, I look at all this. I don't know. There is a deadline set for February 28th. They're going to meet again tomorrow. Well, they have to do it by then if they want to start the season on time because they're saying they need four weeks of spring training. That's what they'd like to have. I'm sure they could go less than that if they had to, but... They, they want four weeks before the season begins, and it's scheduled to begin on April the 1st. So I, I don't understand what's going on here. I, I really don't. And and what exactly is I'd, – I'd like for somebody to explain to me what exactly the squabble is and how much money are we talking about either way. The union bumped Major League Minimum slightly while sticking with 775000 in the first year – and went from eight picks in the lottery to seven. The union did not move on CBT 
I'm not even sure what CBT is, according to Jeff Passan, but that's been a um, big roadblock in past negotiations, and he says it looks to be the same this time around. The sides will meet for a third consecutive day in Jupiter tomorrow. Clock ticking on the February 28th deadline is the tweet from Jeff Passan. Sounds like a whole bunch of lawyers are racking up the uh, per diem. Well, they certainly are, but... They're the only ones winning in this thing, and that's what's sad about it all. Because we should be talking about what's going on out in Florida, what's going on in Arizona, and getting ready for a good baseball season. But we're not. Instead, we're talking about what lawyers are doing. And that's sad. And it doesn't feel like these meetings are lasting long enough. I don't know. You know, you go to the meeting, and then you go prep for the next day's meeting. Or are you saying, well, we're in Florida. Let's go to dinner. Yeah. Hit the bar. Right. Walk, walk on the beach. You know, the meeting was at 1 o'clock, and it, it, they're only going a couple hours. Oh, I got a tea time at 3. Get or me out of here. 7 a.m. tea time. Yeah. Go play some golf, and then go have a meeting at 1 on the uh, company dime. Yeah, I think they're just, they're, they're really hurting themselves. And unless they get this thing cleared up quickly, they're going to pay the price. I really believe that. So I hope I'm wrong. Part of, me, part of me feels like all of this, when it's all said and done, we'll get there. It's going to be fine. We'll have baseball if, as long as we don't miss games. If, if, if four weeks of spring training versus three, I don't give a damn. The people that care, those in Florida and those in Arizona who survive every year based on spring training, those are the only people that really care about spring training. I just think that some that people get tired. It's it's like anything, right? Mm -hmm. You listen to too much politics, you get tired of it. You listen to too much of this squabbling, you get tired of it. I mean, they're squabbling over millions of dollars, and I know that both sides want to do right by the other. Sure. And but I mean, after a while, the average sports fan, like you and I, and everybody listening, is like, enough already. How much is enough? How much is too much? Let's just play ball already. What they need to do is celebrate today appropriately. The hell with the boardroom, conference room, wherever they're meeting at. They're down there in Florida. I would imagine they could find themselves a pretty good bar with a long table. Sure. Get some margaritas going on National Margarita Day and figure this out. Mm -hmm. That's what we would do. We sit around the table and solve the world problems on a regular basis with drinks in hand. We do. We we get smarter with every drink. In fact, I, I mean, if and I'm glad that we did not. But if you would think about the uh, the the problem solving that we did sitting around a kitchen table in South Central LA, uh, world would be a far better place, much better place. If they just listen to us, or if, yeah, just invite us I mean, to we, Florida. We, we had a, a had some spirited conversations. Ultimately, your side, this side, this side. You know, you're still a Cardinal fan, but one day I'll convince you to come around. But again, though, I mean, it was no, good, honest debate, and and you go from there. You know, it's Margarita Day. Go find some margaritas and work this out, Major League Baseball. Commission could invite us down to Florida. We could do the show from there. We could. Have a few drinks. We should do this on the show with caller input. Exactly We'd right. Figure it all out. Figure it out. This is how it's going to be. This is what everybody wants to see, and let's go play ball. I'm just afraid for the game because the fan base, especially younger fans, is waning. Great, great, one of the best spectator sports there is live. 
Yeah, but folks aren't watching it on TV anymore, unless you're a diehard like us. Baseball is great in person, better on the radio. Oh, it's great I, on the radio. I love listening to baseball and listening on the radio. to the radio in the arena or the ballpark is i love doing that that uh, well you do that so you don't have to listen to your wife no <laughs> you do that and it just adds to it i love listening to the radio while i'm in the ballpark i agree it, i mean radio i mean i i don't want to say i don't like watching it on tv but nothing like driving around listening to the game right if you're at home you could be doing all kinds of things and have the game on, and you're not really watching it, you're listening to it. And radio is one of those sports, or radio is a medium, and baseball is perfect for it, where you're listening to it. And so many of the TV play-by-play guys now doing baseball, I think they let the pictures tell too many words. Mm -hmm. People aren't sitting there paying attention, pitch after pitch after pitch in their recliner like they are watching football or basketball. You know, I might have the game on, but I'm doing something in the kitchen or whatever, and I just want to hear everything. I wish more TV guys would be a little bit more descriptive in baseball versus the other sports. Yeah, but that's not what... That's not what TV is. That, and when that's not what TV guys are taught. I mean, you're taught to let the picture tell the story. Yep. Radio, you paint the picture with your words. Yep. TV, it's not that way. Now, hopefully that will change because what you're saying is right. It's not just with uh, sports, Jason. It's with everything. I mean, you know, newscasts nowadays, people are doing stuff, right? So they're they're basically just listening to you most of the time. So, yep, things are a changing in the TV biz. Yeah, they, they certainly are. In baseball, get your stuff together, would you? Please. Get your stuff together because the reality is daily at this point, there's not even, I mean, passing gets a little segment on this show, a little, it's not dominating the headlines no, yet either. not at I all. I mean, because we're so far away from missing games that it's not at a hurt point yet. It needs to get to the hurt point or a deadline, which is Monday. Yeah. Have some margaritas, beat the, beat the deadline and go home. Well, uh, what I'm afraid of is they are having margaritas, but they're not working it out because there's drinks flying, you know, but it's at the inappropriate time after the meeting's over instead of during the meeting you know fight it out then you hug it out that's what happens right if you have an argument a debate you you fight it out you tell your side of the story you argue a little bit and then you know you leave friends and then that's the way it's supposed to be and everybody's happy that way it is the blitz here on san antonio sports star espn am 1250 103.3 fm coming up our injury update with dr christian balden you know, we had a uh, injury that we talked about yesterday with a <laughs> Finnish cross-country skier. And I see that James Pledger included frozen penis on the injury report. Well, as he should. There's a cold front coming in, Jason. We all need to be prepared for frozen penis the next two days. You've got to be prepared for that. It's going to get cold. Not that cold, I hope. <laughs> we will see. It's Rob Thompson. Join Rudy J and I tomorrow morning from 7 till 10 on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. It is the Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. He is Joe Ryanagle. I'm Jason Minnick. It's time for our injury update powered 
by the Sports Institute at TSAOG Orthopedics. They're online at TSAOG.com. Let's welcome in Dr. Christian Baldin joining us now. Doc, how's your Tuesday? Tuesday's going great, guys. How are y'all doing? Doing well, Doc. Before we get started, you know, every every week, you know, Pledge puts together a list of injuries we're going to talk about. Did you happen to read those today? I did. <laughs> you, 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 you've studied and prepped. What did you make of the first story that you clicked on? The first one. Let me let me pull it up here so I don't lie to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that one, I figured you would bring that up first. Uh, <laughs> I expected, uh, expected nothing less. Uh, so that's uh, that's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate area to get a you know potentially frostbite in, and and um, uh, we we see that quite a bit, mostly in, in fingers and toes and, and noses. Oh, but, uh, it can happen obviously in the uh, in the in the uh, very sensitive area uh, there as well. So that's actually frostbite, is what that is. Well, I'm not sure. Um, what I read on the reports, it didn't sound like it quite got as bad as frostbite. Frostbite is basically when part of the tissue dies and, and completely freezes, and, and uh, you know it's hard to get it back. You 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 really lose that area. That's why people lose toes and they can lose fingers, etc., and part of their nose. So it, it didn't quite sound in the reports that I read that it was frostbite, but it certainly uh, could have been if, if the race had kept going and, and uh, it was as cold as, as they said it was. The the Olympic skier, the cross-country skier, and we, we spent some time talking about this <laughs> yesterday, and we saw two different names for it, and apparently legitimate medical terms, frozen penis or polar penis. And for this one particular skier, this is the second time it's happened to him. Now, it's one thing for it to happen once. How do you let this happen a second time? Yeah, that's that's a rough go for sure. You know, they're 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 trying to be uh, as aerodynamic as possible and really not wearing uh, much in, in regards to clothing. And so those suits are super thin and and they're really out in the elements and, and they're at risk for it. And, and I, I, you know, to be honest with you, you, you figured you'd put on an extra pair of underwear if it's happened to you once. Yeah, uh, one of those hand warmer something. Uh, drop drop it in there. It's not going to affect your aerodynamics that much. Not to go through that kind of pain. Although it does lead me to ask a very serious medical question, Doc. When you were going to school and or during your practice, what is the strangest injury you've seen a patient come in with? Well. Uh... We see a multitude of injuries, to be honest with you. You name it, we've probably seen it. Uh, some of it may not be appropriate for radio, um, <laughs> so uh, maybe, maybe a discussion for another day. But you, you see anything from just, you know, mostly wounds just being ignored for a long period of time uh, for one reason or another mm-hmm. and, and coming in with raging infections uh, in, in every area of the body. That's, that's, uh, that's something that we see, unfortunately, too frequently. So uh, things like that can happen uh, uh, if you don't pay attention and, and obviously ignore going to see a doctor or uh, don't take care of yourself and, and you set yourself up for having uh, issues of healing and, and potentially serious infections and, and can cause a loss of limb and, 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 at, and at times even life. Well, Doc, I'm glad that you don't have to deal with the first one that we talked about very often because the weather's not that cold here. So, Although it's getting cold this weekend. It is getting cold this weekend, so... Maybe we'll need some advice before you leave us here today on how to keep that from happening. I do want to talk a legitimate injury. Not that that's not a legitimate I'm, I'm yeah, all over yeah. the place. Okay. We're getting down to the end of the basketball season, and, and every game right now is pretty important. And Chris Paul, obviously, is a pretty important player for the Phoenix Suns, and uh, he's going to miss anywhere from six to eight weeks, we're told, with a uh, fractured right thumb. How... 
tough is that to heal? Because I mean, it's, it is your thumb, and we do everything with that with that thumb. Is that something you got to be really careful with? You know, unfortunately, especially for a point guard who's dealing with the ball so much, uh, and, and it sounded like it was an avulsion fracture, which means that really the ligament pulled off with a small piece of bone, making his thumb unstable. Uh, that's what uh, required the treatment. And so uh, it, it's uh, it's an unfortunate injury, and it does affect him significantly, and it needs to heal appropriately uh, before he goes back. Otherwise, you know, it puts himself at risk for getting hurt again and being out even longer. When, when you think about Chris Paul and that thumb injury, it was announced – now, his coach was coaching the All-Star game, but he actually played for a couple of seconds in that All-Star game, and they said he wasn't at risk by going into the All-Star game. I don't necessarily know if it was a good look for Chris Paul at that point just to get some All-Star game minutes in ego there, but was he at any kind of risk? Well, I think any time you step on the court, especially if you already have an injury, you're a little bit at risk. The All-Star game is, is so laid back, especially in the, in the beginning of the game, that you know that risk is is a pretty minimal, but uh, you know I wouldn't say it's zero risk. There's always some risk. Doctor Kristen Baldwin joining us here on the Blitz for our injury update, powered by TSAOG Orthopedics. Another guy that showed up and played in the All Star game, Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls, has left knee injury. He was given a PRP injection and a cortisone shot uh, last week in Los Angeles. I've heard of both. I've never heard of getting both at the same time. Yeah, it sounds like he uh, had a bit of an effusion or extra fluid in the joint from the knee just being inflamed and potentially some early cartilage wear. Um, and so they decided to, I heard that they drained it and then injected both PRP and cortisone. I'll be honest with you, it's a little bit contradictory. Uh, uh, certainly uh, not something that we do very often, uh, certainly in our practice. But, um, um, you know, they're, they're just trying to get him to feel better and be able to finish out the season here and probably take care of whatever it is going on in his knee at the end of the year. Um, so uh, it, certainly uh, not not the typical mode of treatment, uh, but hopefully it works for him. So, Doc, is that just something that uh, he'll have to deal with after the season? Is this more or less, for lack of a better word, putting a Band-Aid on something to get him through? More than likely. You know, it's hard for me to comment on that specifically without knowing exactly what's going on. But, but, but a lot of these guys, you know, they've been playing basketball for a couple of decades here. And, and uh, it's it's a tough sport on the knees. You, you get early cartilage wear. You get little flakes of cartilage that flake off and and are, are uh, you know floating around the knee, and the knee gets irritated, and you get these uh, effusions. So that's a very typical uh, scenario for these guys. And so to, to try to minimize the symptoms from that, they you know take out the, we take out the fluid and we inject some steroid. You know potentially you can add some PRP in there to hopefully get some biologic healing. Um, and uh, it's not an uncommon practice to, to see these guys with, with big swollen joints. And, and, you know, usually on TV you'll see them at the end of the game, so they're sitting there with their ice packs on the knees. Dr. Christian Baldwin joining us here on the Blitz. Doc, he's an athlete. He, he's done it all. Did you catch Aaron Rodgers or read any of Aaron Rodgers' uh, interview today on the Pat McAfee show? You know, I did not. Uh, what, what did he say? Uh, well, he didn't make any of the news that we all wanted to hear, but he did tell us about his 10-day Panchakarma cleanse, where he, he went through this this cleanse where, you know, there's five parts to it. I'm not going to get into the, all of it, but basically he had stuff coming out of both ends for 10 days uh, in, in a cleanse. And my thought is, you know, I know people that have done three-day cleanses, five-day cleanses, 10-day cleanse, th- that almost doesn't even sound healthy. Uh, certainly sounds a bit extreme. You know, I know he's uh, quite into the holistic approach to to, uh, to his uh, medical regimen, 
So it doesn't surprise me. Uh, Ten days certainly seems long. Uh, hopefully they were monitoring him and ensuring he wasn't becoming too dehydrated, especially if he was having stuff coming out both ends. <laughs> uh, but 10 days uh, is, uh, is, doesn't sound uh, super pleasant, to be honest. It's quite a long time. Yeah, hey. do- Doc, i got to ask you real quick on that. Is he eating during that? Typically, does somebody eat, or is it just a, a fast? Uh, you know, there's all different types. And so a uh, vast majority of times uh, when they're doing a cleanse, they're not eating. They're just drinking juices and wow. so forth. Uh, uh, th- but, again, th- th- you know, it, it varies from, from from different regiment to regiment. So uh, I couldn't couldn't tell you specifically, but I, I doubt he was eating. Probably yeah. just drinking fluids and, and juice. Wow. Take a grumpy man, both ends, yeah. and he's hangry. I'm sure he was pleasant for 10 days. <laughs> Dr. Christian Balden, always appreciate the insight. Go read about this uh, cleanse he did. I'm, I'm sure you in the medical field would uh, be very interested in it. Always appreciate the insight, Doc. Enjoy the rest of your week. Okay, guys. Y'all, too. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Dr. Christian Balden joining us here for our weekly injury update powered by the Sports Institute at TSAOG Orthopedics online at TSAOG.com. We're out early. It's early release day. Aggie basketball coming nice. up next. A&M taking on Georgia, which is perfect. We get an early release day on National Margarita Day. Wow, that's great for you that don't have to go to work. Mm. Cheers. Yeah.